This podcast is sponsored by Performance Services. We're an Indiana design and construction company. We specialize in new construction, high-performing building renovations, and water solutions for cities and towns. Our approach to projects results in cost-effective and quality outcomes with a no-change-order guarantee. Performance Services is a local builder with a national reach. This is Pete Smith. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's build together. Welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This podcast is designed to offer insights, best practices, and innovative solutions for the challenges facing Hoosier cities and towns. Each edition will offer ideas and inspiration while showcasing the talent and commitment of Indiana's local leaders. Enjoy the program. Welcome to the AIM Hometown Innovation Podcast. I'm Matt Greller with AIM. Uh, excited as always for the podcast today. Uh, I think as we talk about sports across uh, Indiana, oftentimes we talk about Indiana's love for basketball. But of course, each May we host the greatest spectacle in racing, the Indianapolis 500. I think as we all know, the 500 spills way beyond, the impacts spill way beyond uh, just the month of May. And today we're going to talk just about how big uh, the 500's footprint has become here in central Indiana. Joining us today are Zionsville Mayor Emily Styron, Fishers Mayor Scott Fadness, and Whitestown Economic Development Director Nate Messer. Thank you both, or all three of you, for joining us today. Just to set the stage a, a little bit more, we've asked you all to join us today because in recent months, each of your communities has announced a new racing headquarters. As I mentioned, racing certainly isn't new to Indiana, uh, but three headquarter announcements in a relatively short period of time is, is pretty extraordinary and, and pretty interesting. Maybe we can just kick off with each of you uh, doing a, a mini description of what's coming to each of your communities and what we can all expect. Um, if you don't mind, uh, Mayor Fadness, you want to kick us off? Thanks, Matt. Thanks for the invite. Always glad to talk to, to AIM about a variety of different issues but uh, and opportunities. But today, uh, I'm here because uh, recently Andretti uh, uh, Auto Racing has announced their headquarters uh, to be located in uh, Fishers at our uh, airport, a municipal airport. It's at the it's actually part of the Indianapolis Airport Authority, the Greater Airport Authority. We had about 200 acres of land available to develop. Uh, we've worked closely with the Andretti team and they've announced their um, new headquarters. It's going to be an approximately $200 million investment. Uh, it's about 500,000 square feet in terms of the facility. And right now they're looking at about 500 jobs that could change depending upon whether or not they're um, able to achieve a Formula One status. That would grow their job numbers fairly significantly if uh, they were able to accomplish that. Even if they're not, um, we're thrilled to have them uh, come be a part of our community. And the vision that they have for the facility is really pretty extraordinary. Nate, what's uh, what's happening in Whitestown with your your announcement? Yeah, so we announced back at the International Economic Summit, which was race weekend. Uh, so they were able to announce McLaren is building a new facility here in Whitestown. It's about 100,000 square feet right off of I-65. So it'll add... Nice view as you're coming around through the Whitestown area on I-65 of the new McLaren facility right next to the, the new Little League facility. Um, just really 
will look great for Whitestown on the interstate and the visibility. They're expecting a lot of glass, kind of a zero depth pond facing the interstate. So I mean, that's that was a big selling point to them was being right off the interstate and the, the visibility and access. So looking forward to them coming and about a $30 million investment. Uh, so just phase one. So hoping to see additional expansion, but it'd be about 125 jobs. So great announcement for Whitestone. Mayor Styron, you want to carry on the, the effort here. We're talking about the each of the announcements coming into Zionsville, Fishers and Whitestown. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about your announcement and what the quarters is coming to the, the town of Zionsville. Hi there, super. Thanks for including Zionsville in the conversation. Yeah, well, we are um, right now watching the um, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan racing teams building start to emerge out of the ground in Zionsville's Creekside Corporate Park. Um, tremendous opportunity for our community. They're building a $20 million um, building and equipping a 100,000 square foot facility at the northeast corner of, of Creekway and 106th Street. You know, this is a, a Cities and Towns podcast, of course, and we're, we're thrilled with these investments. But my hunch is that none of these three, you know, significant corporations make a decision to land in your communities without some recognition or a lot of recognition of the quality of life investments you're making. Um, what kinds of things were discussed by these folks when they came to your community? What did they see that they liked? What are some of the drivers that brought them into each of your communities? Nate, maybe start with you in Whitestown. Yeah, so one of the big things we talked in uh, back history on McLaren coming is they looked at us over two years ago and we met in the area that they looked at was more of a warehouse district. Uh, that wasn't what they wanted. Uh, they wanna fit in with more popping uh, business, not just being big box industrial type surround. And the area they're going, uh, we have a plan to redevelop the rec salvage yard, which will be about a $250 million investment, use sports facility, e-gaming facility, restaurants, uh, multifamily housing apartments. So it's being around all of that within walking distance and part of their facility. Um, they'll be a good um, anchor point within that facility. So that's really what helped market this location for McLaren. Mayor Fadness, what about Fishers? Well, you know, after having toured their facility currently and met with their organization, their leadership, what was um, insightful for me to understand is just the caliber and technicality or technical capability of their staff. So they're trying to recruit the very best talent to be a part of their engineering team, to be a part of their technical team. And so there's a strong desire to be in a community or near a community that has a high degree of human capital. And then the other component of that that I thought was really interesting was they had a really strong desire to engage the public. So this wasn't just about recruitment of talent into the building, but rather how can they interface or interact with the public at large. And so I think that's what was compelling to them about our site and about our community, its proximity to human capital, but at the same time, the ability to engage right along the Nickel Plate Trail uh, and, and allow residents and invite them in to be a part of the Andretti legacy. 
Same thing for you, Mayor Styron. What were some of the things that, that your folks were looking for in conversations, et cetera? I would echo exactly what Mayor Fadness just articulated. It, when, as we were discussing the opportunities with um, the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan racing folks, they wanted to be able to be somewhere where their drivers, their sponsors, their customers, where they wanted um, to be as well, where they wanted to live, where they wanted to come and visit. Um, the first time we all sat down to start talking about next steps, we did that um, at a, a restaurant on the Brick Street and really worked to make sure that um, we were inviting them to Zionsville, not any particular piece of land, and that we wanted them to be a very strong corporate um, entity in our town. And they, they really, that really resonated with them. I think that they were ready to become a corporate citizen and, um, and show, that, show their employees that they wanted them to be you know, have a high quality of life and live close to where they work and be really proud about the corporate um, identity that they were, they're going to build in Zionsville. Maybe Mayor Styron, just continuing on, you know, infrastructure is always an issue with large scale developments like this housing. We can't seem to stop talking about housing across cities and towns in Indiana. What kind of, of needs did they need uh, coming into your community? What sort of housing discussions have you had? Can you meet the demand? All those kinds of things. That's probably a broader question than just specific to these announcements. It's all the development that's going in your communities. Uh, maybe touch on housing specifically, and then we'll, we'll jump to the other two folks on the line too. We've had a, just a tremendous um, run for the last two and a half, three years, I mean, really for decades, but here most recently, we have had a number of larger communities, uh, housing communities come up and they have all exceeded the timeline that they, that they anticipated they would, they would have. But Holiday Farms is one particular housing development that thought it might take um, a multi, you know, five-ish plus years to fill up and they are, they're full. And your, every housing depart, housing development that was underway in 2020 is, you know, those development plans are now looking to the next site. So for sure, the, the um, housing pressure is a real one, but it's not something that stops development for Zionsville. We've, had, we've been able to meet the needs up to this point, but I can see where it is a, um, you know, it's a, an issue for communities across central Indiana. Nate, how about the housing needs in, in Whitestown? You'd be able to meet the demand? Yeah, so housing in Whitestown is booming. Um, obviously, everything is with just our location, proximity to Indy, West Lafayette. Uh, currently, we have about 4,400 units uh, that are out there, and we have already approved an additional 5,200 units that are set to go in in the next five to seven years. Uh, so we see it more than doubling our current population within the next five years, and additional projects continue to come in on a regular basis. So uh, we have some big announcements, just released one, uh, the RFP yesterday or last Thursday. Uh, 
but doing a large redevelopment of the downtown area of 14 acres that we see adding another 1200 units, uh, adding a lot more mixed use development in the, the area. So definitely would be able to meet and keep up with uh, the housing needs and quality of housing that's needed. Mayor Fadness, same thing to you. I know you've experienced explosive growth like, like the other communities on the north side of Indianapolis. Were you seeing housing interfacing with projects like this? Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of probably on the twilight of our, you know, breakneck pace and, and other communities further north are going to start to experience what we probably experienced in the, the 90s and early 2000s. Um, certainly, there's a desire for proximity. So I think with Andretti in particular, that development, I think they have a strong vision for almost a village-like concept around it. They view it as a catalyst for other development, and they want to see that type of density close to them, not only for their workforce, but just because they believe that their type of uh, facility and what they can attract might actually be something that people desire to live around, which is just kind of an interesting you know, play on things. Who would have thought that what was traditionally, you know, a mechanic shop is now catalyst for mixed use development and, and uh, kind of, you know, a sense of place. So really is kind of an interesting and exciting time to see those things converge. Yeah, you bring up a great point, you know, you often think about auto racing. So, you know, a bunch of folks in the garage turning wrenches and stuff, and that's really not the case anymore. It's so technology driven, engineer driven, you know, what sort of spinoff businesses are you all anticipating to see? Maybe small businesses that support the industry. Everything is so detailed when you get into the development of race cars and things like that today. Uh, anything along those lines that you're expecting in your communities? Well, I know uh, with our project, there's about 100 acres, 150 acres left around the Andretti project. And the long-term vision here is to be able to recruit and attract other technology or innovation driven companies that either are interested in racing or are interested in the same kind of skill sets. So um, I know Andretti's are doing um, some significant Department of Defense work and um, there's a real opportunity for them to continue to grow that business. So I think you're gonna see kind of offshoots of their core competency, which is you know driving cars really, really fast. Um, I think you're gonna see some expansion into other industries that will be exciting to see job growth uh, over the coming years. Interesting. Mayor Styron or Nate, anything you want to talk about on the offshoot businesses or supplementary businesses? Well, for us, the um, what we are seeing is more interest from the LL brand. We've got, um, we've got some ancillary businesses coming in through Graham Ray Hall's GRP outfit, which I think is going to be one of those um, businesses that is very much centered around visitors and attracting people to come in to Zionsville specifically for the um, experience that they will have at that facility. I know that with RLL, they too are looking at the, the actual building to be more of a public space, something that will um, bring race fans from all over the globe to come and take a look at their facility. They want to really engage the public 
through their um, footprint in Zionsville, how that actually ends up being, um, you know, growing a particular motorsports industry in Zionsville, it really is um, the future will tell. I find, I feel like what we'll see is just a continued grow in the area of um, light manufacturing and more um, design and concept-driven opportunities here in Zionsville. Nate? Yeah, we have 65 acres just north of. We're trying to recruit similar businesses or things that can play off of. And um, as I mentioned, the Rex development is kind of some of the items with it are changing pace. Uh, working with and knowing that McLaren's coming in, looking at the e-gaming facility, for example, is wanting to add more race simulators and convert into it. We have the Traders Point School, which is a private Christian school right at Caddy Cornered from them. They have a program there that does aeronautics. So it's teaching pilots and getting kids their pilot license. Well, they've started asking how they can get involved with this and wanting to put in more of a training facility for racing the industry uh, to train kids through the high school program to get into these industries. Um, so that's something we're looking at trying to focus is also with building that workforce is how do we implement this into school systems? Obviously we, so we have two school, public school systems that feed Whitestown. We have Zionsville schools and Lebanon schools that both feed in. Uh, so we'll also be working with those school systems to, to try and build programs and items in to work with the racing teams. I, I would love to just jump in real quick and emphasize that the IEDC has been remarkable partners and for Zionsville, we would not have this opportunity if it wasn't for their involvement and their um, support of the economic development work that we're doing in Zionsville. They, they've been just really terrific in terms of helping us grow our, um, our footprint with these new companies. Good to hear, Mayor Steyer. And that was going to be my last question, just to talk a little bit about your, your interface with the IEDC and, and what other communities might expect if they're lucky enough to have a, a project like this come their way. Anything you want to add, Nate, or, or Mayor Fadness, to what Mayor Styron's already mentioned? Uh, like I said, our project was announced at the International Conference. We kind of had the nuts and bolts of the deal put together before we went to the state to try and get state incentives. Um, they've already had contacts with IEDC, so once we got to that point, it worked smooth, and uh, they've had a good experience with IEDC. But altogether, the, they want to be in Indiana. They want a new facility. They want something that is appealing and interstate visibility. But IEDC worked very well with getting them some state incentives to kind of put the, the nail in the coffin, so to say. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot more to add than what the other two have uh, said today. I mean, if it's a, an industry or a jobs announcement that aligns with what the administration and IDC wants, then they've always been good to work with. 
Well, thank you all again for joining us uh, today on the AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. Mayor Styron in Zionsville, Nate in, in Whitestown, and Mayor Fadness and Fishers. Appreciate y'all very much and congrats on the, the big announcements. Look forward to, to hearing more good news out of your communities in the, in the near future. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks, Matt.